Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I think we've finally settled on the name. I missed the last podcast because it was 1.30 a.m. and uh, Jason and Ryan decided to head on the Skype and I couldn't exactly do it with white noise and holding a five and a half day old, as Ryan put it. So anyway, flying solo today. Uh, Jason was supposed to meet me, but uh, he has a young one as well. And as you heard in what we joked at the last, last couple of negligent father podcasts, Sometimes it's it's hard to uh, to record this stuff. So anyway, I'd like to call this story "Good PT, Bad PT" in the spirit of "Good Cop, Bad Cop." This is one of my favorite stories. If you read my blog in the past several years, I, I this was a popular video I shot and I, where I was telling the story. So anyway, I had this patient, and she was certainly nice enough. Um, cervical patient, cervical uh, radiculopathy, unilateral, I believe. Basically. It turns out that she was a rapid responder or an MDT. She was a cervical derangement. She responded very, very well to cervical retraction and side bends and, you know, was doing the typical stuff like ISTM and neurodynamics as well. But in the end, she could entirely manage her complaints every time she left completely pain-free with just doing cervical retractions and side bends. And she was one of those people that she probably believed that there had to be something else, that it couldn't be that simple. Every time she came back, she always had the same complaints. And, you know, every time she left, it was better. And, and I thought that after three or four visits of com- leaving completely pain-free, she would have kind of caught on the fact that, you know, th- there was a pattern here. And, you know, finally, it got to the point where I, I was getting a little perturbed by her lack of compliance. And I said, you know, ma'am, this is one of those things where, you have you're, it's entirely in your control, and if you just did this more, if you did this all day, or you know you did it frequently enough throughout the day, she said her relief lasted about two hours. I said if you do it, you know before the onset, if you stay ahead of it, you will stay better. And she just said, well, well, I can't do this at work. And I said, what do you mean you can't do it at work? Do you want to be better at work? And she said, well, you know I'm in I'm in board meetings all day, and I, I can't just do these crazy looking exercises, you know, and I was kind of just saying that, well, you might never get better. I I called it throwing the never card. And sometimes people respond to that harshness, you know, what I call aggressive assertiveness. And and she basically was not responding to it at all. It's kind of escalating on on my point. And I had this uh, Mackenzie diplomat who I was mentoring, Frank Ward from Houston, Texas. Uh, works for Memorial Hermann. So if you're listening to this, Frank, thank you for teaching me this. And granted, he just kind of walked in on this situation. He hadn't had this kind of escalation for the past two or three weeks. So I think that me, maybe even smooth talking Frank Ward would have been a little perturbed by this. So he heard this kind of escalating. He heard me getting a little frustrated uh, on my part. So he just comes walking in with his uh, Matthew McConaughey voice. And he's like, look, ma'am, ma'am. I'm sorry. What'd you say your name was? Vicky? Okay, Vicky. Now listen, you see here. If you just 
stand up in your meetings and you say, look, I got some neck pain and I have these exercises that I have to do uh, and it makes me feel better. I don't want anyone to be alarmed or to think it's strange. You just mind your own business and you know you let me do my exercises because this is the way I get relief. So if you kind of you know preface you doing the exercises, no one will think anything of it. And she said, wow, you know, she just like softened and she's like, oh, I never thought about it that way. That that just makes perfect sense. So, you know, it was like good cop, bad cop, where I was like trying to <laughs> really force her way into do it by throwing down an Evercard and Frank just kind of smooth talked his way into it. And she was compliant after that because uh, it was one of those things. And I learned a valuable lesson there that. You know, people who are socially afraid to do their homework at work or, you know, at church or wherever, but they, they do have to do it frequently enough, at least in the beginning, that the dose has to be high enough to get better and stay better. Um, it, if they just let everyone know what's around, you know, who's around and who's paying attention, that they just have to do these things, I don't think anyone will think um, it's worse for the wear. And if they don't if they don't listen to that, then it might be someone that you might have to discharge because in the end, non-compliance is wasting your time and the patient's time and they may need uh, something else. So thanks for listening. Um, Jason would be joining me for the next podcast, hopefully, and we have uh, several other um, guests coming up soon. So follow us on Facebook, facebook.com. Shane Physiotherapy and Facebook Modern Manual Therapy. Also modernmanualtherapy.com, themanualtherapist.com, and shanephysiotherapy.ca. See you next time.